these movies are, in a sense, real. That's the wonderful thing. I mean, they are an accurate reflection of every cat who works on them, including the sound man and the grip, and where their heads are at. I mean, it's a literal, it's like, it's like watching the moon, right? It's reflected light. I saw Watching it. a movie. Right, exactly. Flickering and, and reflected light. But it, real. So it comes through lunacy, in my analogy, right? Okay, it comes through a light of lunacy, a reflected light. So if, if people aren't really very careful to take account of that, to really make the thing nice, to, to, to take... Oh, I'm on my trip, though. No, that's right, man. No, look at it this way. Look at look it in terms of an energy right? problem. When I feel happy, confident... You know, glad to be alive. That's what I haven't felt so very much in the last you week. You haven't felt know? that way since the 36 Olympics. That's right, man. <laughs> since, since I won the 36 Olympics, they wouldn't give me my medal because I was white. Uh, if in those points where you feel confident and glad to be alive, project that onto the film, man, because that always makes you feel better than feeling so down that you're going to go do black magic. And, and Well, you know. I'll tell you, man, one thing is, is it gets right back to the good old commercial American scene, but bummer's... Uh, theoretically anyway, according to those people. Because the same people that are up in that pad in New York going through that scene are also the producers and the money guys of the film, too. Right. They're not separate. They all live in that world, man. And there are no cats with bread who have come along to like put together a high-cost project, like a movie, really, to who, who really want to do something different, at least different, man, at least an alternative to endless bummer movies. Endless movies about bummers, endless heavy movies. That, that, that where the hero never gets out at the end. Endless, well, endless comedies about things that aren't really funny but are just situational. Nothing that, nothing that brings to you that wonderful feeling of, of I am happy, I am funny, I am. You know, it's, it, 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 I, I can't put my finger on I it. I call that the land, uh, it, uh, a fantasy world. Land of Oz. I mean, yeah, a, right. a land of Oz. <clears throat> and the, the studio that, this is a long, a long analogy. The studio that made The Wizard of Oz MGM was noted for its fantasy, its ability to create fantasy, especially the great American musical movie, right? Okay, in a downer, in a downer article on the MGM auction in Rags magazine, a hip magazine about clothes, uh, the, the aspect of fantasy as represented by MGM was the subject of the put-down. In other words, the, that, it, that farewell, I'm glad it's gone, because all it represented was fantasy and, and not reality. That's what, that was, I presume, a representative of the new left in clothes, at least. Liberation. Expressing uh, some sort of view about that film. If Richard Nixon were to dress as a bum panhandler to meet the, <laughs> the ambassador of the Philippines next Monday, the entire political climate would change, man. You betcha. You betcha. Get back. Get back. But making a movie about that one moment would be, it would be difficult not to make at least part of the rest of the movie a bummer in order to set up that one wonderful moment. Well, now we see. do that. We do that, too. We do that yes, on we our did. third record, for instance. We go through a lot of bummers in order to set up a happy ending. Mm -hmm. Not real well, bad bummers. But they aren't really bad bummers, because I listen to them again, and there's so much happiness inside the bummers because because <laughs> because we use so happy bummers yeah because because we use so many jokes inside of it man because it never has a chance to take itself seriously every word is is turned if people could could drive right through them with the same intensity and cheerfulness that we do because we don't that's the thing man at least like on our records the actors the people the fire sign theater doesn't get caught in the bummers we charge cheerfully through them. Maybe that's the whole secret we of us and our work. We charge 398 is what we do. Right? Yes. Now, <laughs> Phil, let me quote you. Let me quote you. Problems of democracy. If you can't laugh at it, it's got you under its control, says Austin. When you can laugh at something, then you're free. 
Well, culture does need humor sometimes, only to relax and breathe easier for a moment. But the particular function of humor in a culture that is gasping from burdens of social and moral contradictions is a more complicated question. Humor reflects culture, offers a fresh, funny view of things and some sweet moments of escapism. And laughter has its momentary liberating qualities. But I think it's liberating only because it's momentary, revitalizing, spontaneous, a truthful, free response. And, quote, revolutionary humor, unquote, should seek to be free, free from conventions, old restrictions of medium, selectivity of subject matter, and from its own structure. What and is she taught? Even new left writers. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now, but, no, but she, that's, she doesn't that's want exactly, to be happy. She I doesn't do that. She my even quoted mother, me correctly. My mother almost had enough academic credits to become a doctor. I don't know why, in retrospect, I found Richard Nixon so fascinating and interesting. I am not counting out sex appeal, which is a subject, believe me, we didn't discuss in those days. Oh, we're pretentious, too, she says. A pretentious something intellectual, and I can't read them. They're no, because it's, it's, it spells my name right. She notice. wants to be on a bummer. That little girl, she was a Scorpio little girl, and she's really intellectual, man. She's really your new left chick. Yeah. I liked her. She was really pretty. But see, that's uh, why they make movies that uh, have a lot of unhappy see, she, people. See, what she does, it. she explains this by saying, well, I laughed at them, she's saying. But, but, but you can't laugh all the time, is what she's no, saying. Because right. Right. Many social why not? Why not? Because of the blind, one-eyed Negroes living in Marathon, Georgia. Tanks. Because of the oxygen And we've tanks. got to get more money for the poison dog serum, <laughs> Why? Because that's we right. haven't poisoned a dog in Alaska that's for right. a few weeks. we got 17 minutes to go. 17 minutes to go. Please donate enough money so we can buy a phone so you can call us and donate. As you can see, we're in terrible trouble, friends. Well, uh, oh, look who's here. Is it him? Yes, it's him. He's here. He's here again right now. About time. Only arrived. 17 minutes left. <laughs> Hiya, boys. How you Uncle, doing, Doc? Uncle Underground with the funnies. And I got two, uh, two of your favorite uh, actors with us today. I got Davey Osman from the Fest Parker oh, set sure lucky. over at Universal. He's going to read the funnies to you. Hiya, Davey. And Peter Brindman. Oh. Peter Brindman's from the Corrective Studies Language Institute. That's right. That's right. That's right. And they're here today, kids, to help us, help me stay in this accent, <laughs> and, uh, and read the funnies to you. Well, today's funny. Let's open up the big Sunday paper here. Ah, Sunday. Gee, it's great to be alive. I'll hold this side, Uncle. Yeah. 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 In the meantime, you know, you can pick up some of these Uncle Underground stickers for 50 cents at any free press bookstore. Now, here's... Okay, now let's turn right to the to the first one here. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. These are... Oh, well, now, this one, kids, is called Dwarf Revolt Tales, right? And it shows here a picture in the first one of a dwarf... Uh, uh, oh, those dwarves, as we... Well, and the, the and, the and the dwarf world. says... Uh, I'm gonna warm up the Empress. Go lay down. <coughs> and, uh... <coughs> yeah, yep. And then the, uh... <coughs> uh here, I'll... <coughs> the comely Empress and her favorite dwarf amused themselves in the coldest room of the castle. Cold ain't the word for it in here. I love it like my own. Keep twisting... Ah! Uh, <laughs> uh, well, um, well, let's go over here now, past the Dick Tracy, and here's one by uh, Moscoso, and here, well, I guess we can't... Ah, uh, here's here's a good one, uh, by R. Hate. Uh-huh. And this one, well, uh, well, uh, uh, well, we could look here at hydrogen bomb and biochemical warfare funnies, and, well, 
Well, the... I've uh, got one over here. Uh, this is uh, <clears throat> Ruby the... Uh... <laughs> Meets, uh, well, this has been the Uncle Underground show for another Sunday, kids, and we'll be back. Hey, I next found Sunday. one I can read. Oh, the Adventures of Fuzzy the Bunny, <laughs> just like old times. Here are these two bunnies, and they. Uh... I thought we were just about to go into that land. There. Wonder Warthog and the invasion of pigs from Uranus. <laughs> That's Peter, Peter, good. put away your funny books now. Soul Brothers, hold your fire. It's a pig of some sort. <laughs> hey, Bob, we almost busted you. You look like one of those humans. He does. He reads old comics. Why don't you get him a microphone and put him in another room behind a piece of glass? <laughs> well, it's been a way out and wacky show. Sure has, sure has, Bob. Too bad we got 15 minutes to go because we can't keep up this voice this long. In the show, it's still 15 minutes. Hey, where's that dog, Uncle Peter? Yes, Oh, this is a wonderful comic book. It's kind of a bummer because it's blowing people up and scratching people's hands. I don't just in a closet. <laughs> it's very funny when uh, the uh, roadrunner drops off and hits the thing. That's the wolf or whatever. It goes. I always laugh. Everybody laughs at that particular point. Why do we laugh at that, I wonder? No, no, off, off, off! Get it out of there. I'm talking to myself, talking to myself. There's a point. There's a point in this record, you know. There's a point in the record. Can you hear me? You, you can hear me. I'm, I'm on. I, I don't think I'm on. Yeah, you're I must on. be I off. You. You're on, man. I can hear you, Daddy O. I can hear you. I can hear you. You're coming in good, yeah. Daddy O. Thought I was on echo hey, for a minute. Hey, Daddy O. Take that off, Earl. Off. There we go. I was just trying to. I don't like the situation not being able to communicate with Earl any better than that. Well, That's how true. could you communicate him? Sure, throw something at him. Floppy radio. Well, in the other studio, you can lean across the table and slap Hit him. his hand. Yes, you can. You can hit him with a baseball bat. I don't want anyone to think that we take any... I can even tie back now. You've got to get us back in the other place where, I, where you've got more control of it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we that's right. Totally oh, right. Yeah, we can't. He just does what he wants. That little shit can do anything he wants. He's been reading the war report from Tobruk. It is the essence of national socialism to extend its interference and control over all sectors of human interest and activity. Consequently, it intends to become the main and, if possible, the exclusive provider of faith, hope, and charity for all the people. The organization employed to make charity national socialistic is the National Socialist People's Welfare, or the NS Volkswagen.